Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. We're going to talk today about something that affects us all. Everybody listening to this, everybody that's on planet Earth right now, we all deal with this thing. We may not even know that we deal with it. We may not even have the proper name for it. But the proper name for it is imposter syndrome. And here's what it is. Imposter syndrome is when we look around and we think to ourselves that we do not belong where we are or we do not belong where we are going. In other words, you look around and you say, I'm different from these people. Now, in a, in a bad way, like I am inferior. Um, this company that I am keeping, um, I mean, gosh, guys, it, it, it drills down into the very root of everything that we look at, like the, the neighborhood that I live in, like I don't belong here. You know, I'm faking it. The, the title that I have, the ranking that I have at work, um, I, I don't belong here. You know, the current athlete that I am and some, some of the results that I've achieved, somehow they're, they're not real. Um, I got lucky. I don't belong here. I mean, that would be looking at it and applying imposter syndrome to the present situation that we're in. But imposter syndrome also applies to the future. And so looking up ahead, looking at the road ahead and just taking those three examples again and saying, you know, the neighborhood that I would like to live in, right? Move me and my family out there. Gosh, I don't think that we would be able to be out there because we don't belong there. Or looking at a promotion that you would like to have and and moving up in in your at your job and, you know, getting a better position and saying, geez, but I don't think that I'm capable of, I mean, I'm not good enough for that raise or that promotion or what have you. Same thing with us as athletes, right? Just looking at a future version of ourselves that we would like to be, but then again saying to ourselves, but wait a minute, I, I'm not capable of that, right? And so that's imposter syndrome, essentially defined pretty simply. Now, what I want to talk about is what's the root cause of imposter syndrome? Why is it that we, why is it that we have to deal with this? By the way, we, we have to deal with this pretty much every single day. So why? Well, the root cause of imposter syndrome is looking at or thinking that whoever it is or whatever it is that we're comparing our current self or our future self to, that they're well put together, that they're, that they're perfect. I'm going to make this statement because I'm kind of fumbling this right now. So I'm just going to go ahead and read right out of a book called uh, On Confidence, and it's put out by the School of Life. By the way, short little book, short read. I recommend you get your paws on this thing. It is absolutely fantastic. They don't even give credit to an author, so I can't give credit to the author. It just literally is a book put together with a bunch of different helpful things, and this one's on confidence. And it says, the root cause of imposter syndrome is a hugely unhelpful picture of what people at the top of society are really like. Listen, a hugely unhelpful picture. In other words, it doesn't help us. It it keeps us 
at, you know, dealing with or suffering from imposter syndrome, it keeps us not thinking that we're good enough. Now, why? Because it's an unhelpful picture of what people at the top of society, what they're like. In other words, that person that already has that position at work that you would like, that person that is already the athlete and has accomplished some of the things that you would like to accomplish, those folks that that live in that part of town or whatever that you would like to live in, like we look at those people and we think to ourselves, they've got it going on. They are well put together. They're in a sense, perfect. Everything that they do just turns to gold. They, they don't struggle. They don't fail. They don't have shortcomings. They don't have moments of embarrassment. Um, we, we think that somehow these people are immune to this. Now, folks, I don't necessarily know that there hasn't been a period in human history like the present in dealing with imposter syndrome. And the reason is two words. Social media. By the way, that's part of the reason I do not edit these podcasts. I I just don't. Here's the reason. If my voice doesn't sound good, I want you to know. If I make a mistake and mispronounce something, I want you to know. If I don't communicate a point clearly and I'm fumbling around and stuttering on my words, I want you to know. I want you to hear all of it. Now, I know that many of you probably don't look up to me and you don't, you know, say, well, I want to be a podcaster like Mario one day or a mindset coach like Mario one day. But at the same time, I feel like I have an obligation as a mindset coach, as a guy that does this for a living, I have an obligation to practice what I preach. And there's not enough of this going around. It's called, hey, check this out. Like, you know where I'm doing this right now? I'm recording this in my master bedroom, sitting on a little couch that I've got in the corner. Like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh yeah, here we go. I'm my own boss and I get to do whatever I want. And this is what it looks like. I'm being vulnerable. I'm I'm telling you guys like it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. This is it. And guess what? My struggle with imposter syndrome is, you know, when I jump on Instagram and I look at all these guys that got fancy microphones and all these guys that are apparently driving cars that cost six figures and all this other kind of stuff and they're making all this money and they've got all these people following them and I get imposter syndrome. Why? Because I think to myself, this is me personal being real with you. I think to myself, wow, like they're doing things and their message is so much better than mine and they're so much better than I am. And You know, they've got all these things that I could never have. And I've got to talk myself off that ledge and say, come on now. I mean, you don't think that person probably recorded that video five times? And I'm not bagging on anybody in particular, but I mean, I know because I've got friends of mine that tell me, man, it took me eight tries to get that video right for my sponsor. I just kept re-recording and re-saying and that happens, right? Um, you don't think that maybe some of these folks bought some followers, you can buy followers on Instagram to make it look like you're more popular than you are. And then what about the days when they were recording in their master bedroom or just getting started out? So imposter syndrome comes from this idea that the people at the top of society, that we've got a warped picture. It's an unhelpful picture of what they actually look like and they fail and they have struggles And 
they are human just like we are, which means as human beings, all of us on this planet have certain things that we are going to struggle with. We have certain deficiencies and we're never going to get rid of those, by the way, because guess what? Those people that you think got it going on, they suffer from imposter syndrome as well in their circle of who they want to be and who they think they're like and not like and so on and so forth. So how do we kick imposter syndrome? All right, Mario, I deal with it. Now help me get rid of it. Here's the answer. Be okay with the fact that we're all idiots. I would I would write that down or just remember, if you remember one statement from this podcast, we are all idiots. I heard, I heard it on a podcast the other day, you know, two highly successful athletes, both sponsored by Red Bull, like just phenomenal athletes at the top of their, you know, sports respectively. And they were both just having a laugh saying, you know, everybody thinks that we've got it all together and we're just really making this stuff up as we go. I mean, we're literally just kind of figuring it out like, oh, panic button, like it's right in front of me now. What am I going to do about it? How am I going to fix it? How am I going to work around this or work through this or work with this? And they highlighted that point beautifully for me. And then of course, I'm reading this book and I've, you know, read about imposter syndrome, tie it all together. But it's like, folks, we're all idiots. We're all figuring this thing out. Like there is no defined, clear roadmap to dealing with life and all of its stuff that it's going to throw at us and all of the journeys that we're on personally and how they intersect with all the other stuff we have going on in life. Like there, there is no, sorry, there, there's no map. And for, for those folks that are, um, there, there are folks out there that are making a living trying to sell the protocol, the program, the system that's going to help you get through all of this. Folks, none of that exists. None of it exists. I mean, people are trying to commoditize a system that shows you how to make money. It, it doesn't exist. Commoditize a system that shows you how to lose weight. It doesn't exist. There's not one way to do something that is going to work for everybody. It doesn't exist. What does exist, though, is that we're all the same. What does exist is that we're all going to make mistakes. What does exist is that we all have shortcomings and deficiencies. What does exist is that the picture that we usually have of our neighbor, of our coworker, of that person on our team or whatever, it's usually like very wrongfully skewed in the positive direction for them, by the way. And then ours is skewed in the negative direction. Why? Because as I sit here with myself and as I meditate and as I go about my day, I'm in my own head, right? I'm thinking my thoughts and I know what I'm thinking because I'm myself and I know how I'm feeling because I'm myself and I have a very accurate picture of myself. So I can raise my hand and say, Mario, you know, you're an idiot. I mean, you've thought about it all day. You've, you've felt it all day. Like you, you know, you've made bad decisions or whatever, you know, like you, you know, right. But then, you know, how am I supposed to know that about somebody else? Because 
Well, first of all, on social media, they were most people would never let me know that, number one. But number two, a lot of this stuff happens in our heads or in our hearts. And so that person probably will not really admit that to you. So therefore, you look at them and you go, I know I'm an idiot, but they're not an idiot. They've, they've got it all together. Like they, they're, you know, they don't think these things that I think. They don't feel these things that I feel. I mean, look at them. How could they? And you look at the outer appearance of that person and they look, well, they look pretty sharp, don't they? But they're not. So again, um, you know, listening to a Gary Vaynerchuk podcast, I'm getting back into Gary V, by the way. Uh, he's got such good stuff to say. And he said, hey, listen, you know, the problem is not social media. That's not the problem. So here's where I don't want us to go. I don't want us to wipe our phones clean of social media. I don't want us to do, you know, I mean, again, different things work for different people. But, you know, the fasting from social media to get off, to kind of reset yourself, um, you know, here's what I want us to do, though. I want us to realize that social media is not alive. It's, it's an app on your phone. It's a platform. You are the end user. You are the human being interacting with the social media and how you interact with your social media determines whether your social media is working for you or it's working against you because social media is on the other side here and it just sits there waiting for you to interact with it. So we can use, by the way, we can use social media to help us to battle imposter syndrome, which by the way, I believe is a battle that we should take up our sword and fight against every single day. We should fight against imposter syndrome because here's what'll happen if we don't. The ramifications of not fighting against imposter syndrome means that we'll never do anything. We'll think to ourselves, I need to go sit in this corner and not try to be that athlete not try to get that promotion at work, not try to do the things necessary to move my family into that particular neighborhood, into that home that I feel that we could have because I know that I'm not good enough. I know that I don't, I know that we don't belong there. I don't belong there. And so it'll move us into inactivity. And I mean, if you're not doing anything, then nothing is going to happen. That's, that's what happens when you do nothing, you get nothing. So we must battle imposter syndrome and it, it should be, it needs to be a ferocious battle. It needs to be one that we take very seriously. So back to social media, I think there's two things that we can do. Number one, I think that we should seek out genuine content. There are folks out there that are beginning to, by the way, because I said that this was going to be a, a revolution. I thought, you know, social media came out, it's been out for a long time now. And at first, you know, social media was this imposter syndrome breeding ground where everybody put out their best. That's just what we did. And, you know, everybody liked it, you know, myself included. We all enjoyed it because we all got some sense of satisfaction of seeing everybody's best. We, we like that. We liked seeing people happy and we like seeing all the good. But little by little, what I feel has happened is some of us have been like, wait a minute. It doesn't make me feel good to see other people feeling good or doing good or looking good because that's not how I feel and that's not how I look and that's not how I act all the time. 
And little by little, I feel that a lot of us were awakened to this imposter syndrome within us. And we were saying to ourselves, are they really like that? Am I really that far away? Wait a minute, I've liked their stuff, but holy cow, like, I feel kind of dirty now. I feel kind of, kind of, you know, lower class. I feel not as dignified when I, when I look at their stuff. And this is where we started getting the whole, like somebody posts a picture or, or a post or something like that. And then you start getting all these comments of people like beating them down. Well, why? Because all of a sudden it went from feelings of being joyful for that person to now saying, but man, wait a minute, if you're that much better than me, then I kind of don't like that. And so now we've got what social media kind of where we are, it's kind of a cesspool right? It's become this, I think I'm on to you. I think you think you're better than me. And now I don't like that. And so I can't feel genuinely happy about your content. So I'm going to bash your content, right? But little by little, I feel like we're moving in the right direction. And here's the right direction. Let me go ahead and take a picture of myself when I first get out of bed, let me go ahead and, and show you a video of me like about to vomit as I look to be the athlete that I feel that I can be. Let me show you that like, no, I'm not working out with a smile all the time. I actually do sweat. Like I'm actually not, you know, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the beautiful view of the countryside on my Peloton in a mansion that, you know, has all these windows in front of it. Like on the Peloton commercials, by the way, let's have a laugh. Like, have you noticed they're never sweating? Like they're just, oh, it's all so fun. And they're, they're, they're gritting their teeth, but it's like, come on, man, that's not what it really looks like. And so we do have people that are doing a good job. We do have social media accounts out there that are doing a good job helping us and, and beginning to be more vulnerable. And I hope that I am one of those accounts, by the way. I hope that um, that I'm doing a good job doing that. And if I'm not, then please call me out on that. Um, but so I feel that we can go there. I feel that we can begin to follow those folks, um, glean wisdom from those folks, because those folks are trying to teach us and help us and show us that like the journey towards doing anything great, the journey towards being the best version of ourselves is, um, is deeply flawed and we're going to look like idiots a lot. And that's okay because we were already idiots to begin with. Right. Um, but then the other thing that we can do, okay, so I'm not telling you to start unfollowing or get rid of all the social media accounts that show cool things. They show a highlight reel. They show people doing amazing things. Um, they show the, the, the positive side of human performance or, you know, achievement or creativity or whatever. Don't, don't unfollow those accounts. By all means, please do not, right? But as you watch those things, as you listen to those things, as you, as you take in that content, understand that that individual that is performing those things there's also another side to that individual. And, you know, the layers underneath that was a lot of them struggling with themselves, wondering if they themselves were capable of doing those things. There were probably a lot of tears. There were a lot, there was a lot of hard work. There was a lot of doubt. There was a lot of, oh man, I'm, I'm not very good at this. There was a lot of that going on, right? Um, and then to say that 
that was the highlight on Monday. And then Tuesday, we could try to go do the same thing and it can be a complete flop and it could go completely wrong and not turn out the way that we want it to. So as we're watching people do amazing things, also understanding that those amazing things don't operate in a vacuum. And there's also, I mean, I know I've said this word a lot and my kids would get upset at me if they heard me saying this, but there's also an idiot behind the wheel doing those things right? There's somebody deeply flawed doing those things, which means to tie this all up and to give us a a nice breath of fresh air this morning, which means this. It means that if we're all fundamentally the same as human beings, we all have the same deficits. We all have the same shortcomings. We all have the same fears. But then again, we all have the same aspiration and it's not plural, just general here, throwing this out for everybody to be able to take on an aspiration for all of us to be great and for all of us to be the best version of ourselves. But when we're on the ground floor, we're all the same as human beings. Guess what that means, folks? That means that we are capable of doing anything. If we're all the same, and yet we've got all these people that went in all these different directions from the ground floor, they've gotten, you know, they've gotten on the elevator through hard work and determination and all that kind of stuff. And they've been able to go to different places and do different things, but we all started on the same ground floor. Then that means that that's possible for us too. Which means that imposter syndrome is a fabrication of our minds. We have constructed imposter syndrome syndrome. We've made it up. It does exist, but it shouldn't exist. So let's begin fighting it. Let's kick it to the curb. Let's expose it. You're an idiot, but so am I. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. Uh, If you have any feedback on this principle, I would love to hear it. Um, I would love to get into some dialogue with you. This is a big one. This is one that really keeps us back from being the best version of ourselves. All right, folks, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Till next time.